Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy. I am Kimmy here along with Alexis. I'll let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. It's Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. How are you all doing? Hey, welcome, welcome. We are also two-thirds of the Notary Educators team. Angela is not able to make it tonight. We want her to be safe wherever she is. Tonight's video is a part two. We'll give YouTube a few minutes to notify people. Welcome to those who will join us on the replay. It is Friday night. People were asking, so I hope you guys will join. But either way, Alexis and I are going to have our conversation. And we will upload it. Well, it's already going to be uploaded, so check it out. But today is part two about money and the client. Part two. If you missed part one, it was an amazing conversation. Go back and check it out. It really was an amazing conversation. So we are not live over on Facebook because uh, StreamYard did not want, want to cooperate. So we'll see who shows up. And we are going to start at in like two minutes. We'll give YouTube a couple minutes to notify people. And then we're just going to have our conversation and upload it. Alexis, we'll just have our conversation and upload it. Okay. All right. So we can get started. Um, if people join, they do. It's Friday night. People just got paid. So let's do it. So you, the first question we had is, should you charge a waiting fee? Do you charge a waiting fee? No, I have not. But I remember in the past, we talked about this a little bit. And Angela has said something in some situation she had, and she charged a little extra if the person it was like 30 minutes or something like that mm -hmm. to wait. So, yeah, it it sounds good, but I just know me in the midst of everything. If, if I'm really not busy, I'm just, you know, it's a chill day. I don't have nothing else to do. I'm a, I, yeah, they would get me on that one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't charge it. Yeah, that's a tricky one for me, too, because um, I have never charged one, but I guess it's going to depend on a lot of things. If they know they was going to take a long time, you know, hey, Lynette and uh, hey. other people joining us today. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Nefura. Nefura. I hope I know I'm messing that up. Nefura. Nefura, hopefully. Um, welcome, welcome. So Alexis and I have started our conversation about uh, let's talk about the money. And we're talking about right now, should you charge a waiting fee? 
So yeah, I've not charged one, but I'm not opposed to it. If the client makes me wait, time is money, as we always say. I usually have other appointments, so I don't have a lot of extra time. If it's going to be 20, 30 minutes, um, I actually had a gentleman to get mad at me because he thought he had a witness and that person could not be the witness. So um, he was going to have to wait for his wife to come from another destination, which was going to be 45 minutes. I'm like, uh, no, we need to reschedule. So I will reschedule you in a heartbeat. You know, uh, so I have not charged somebody for waiting, but I'm not opposed to it. Hello to everyone that's joining us now. Welcome, welcome. We are talking about the money tonight. The first question we just finished answering, should you charge a, a waiting fee? And that's going to be a business decision. But Alexis and I both are kind of like, we have not done it, but we're not opposed to it. So go back and watch the beginning of the conversation. We did start at seven, uh, actually a little bit after, I mean, after eight, I'm sorry. We did seven the other night. We started a little bit after eight. So please go back and watch the beginning if you missed it. Our next question is, do you charge a credit card processing fee? Do you charge the client for a process, processing of the credit card? I personally do not. Um, just starting out, I don't I don't even know if we really had this conversation. I don't remember. But I just remember starting out, I just. It was just all the configuring and all of that. I was just like, I'm just going to do a flat rate because it's literally a, a dollar, two, three, depending on how much. Even if it's $100, it's still really not that much. So me personally, I do not. Um, I make sure, you know, it's enough where I wouldn't care about the processing fee. Yeah, me too. I try to get my money on the front end. I don't worry about the credit card processing fee either. We did have this conversation we had a notary on that came on stage with us one time from Tennessee, and she said she does charge a $5 processing fee. My person who was kind of sort of my mentor, he charges a separate fee also. I do not, for the same reasons you do not, I make my pricing simple. I'm not getting ready to say that's 3.5% of you know, $20 or 3.5% of $17. I'm not getting ready to do all that. So I keep my math simple. I charge a flat rate. Hey, Bryce, welcome, Tanya, and everybody else who's joining us. Yeah, I keep my pricing very, very simple. Um, again, I don't like all that extra, what you say, configuring. I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so we do not charge a credit card processing fee. And you don't want to nickel and dime your client. And you guys hear me say that all day long. If you tell your client, okay, it's $5 for credit card processing, $3 because you use cash, $4 because I smiled at you. You know, no. Hey, Tanita. Hey, Latoya. Welcome, welcome. You know what I mean? I don't like to nickel and dime my clients. So I don't do all those extra fees. I don't. So the next one is similar. Um, and I have a little, the reason I kept it separate is because I have a little caveat to this one. So do you charge your client um, for using Cash App? I personally, I don't use Cash App. But in the past when I did, I didn't. I know I used it a couple times and it, I didn't use, I didn't charge them at all. Okay. Okay. Happy Friday, everybody. We got Lindia, Regina, and Chantel. Hi. Welcome. 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 Hello. So when it comes to Cash App, for the same reasons I don't charge for a credit card, I don't charge them. However, I have a lot of clients because they know Cash App has a fee attached. They will say, oh, can I add a couple of dollars to cover the fee? Or they'll automatically send me, 
you know, um, not as Zelle with Cash App. How did oh, they just ask me, can I add two dollars for the processor or something like that with Cash App? Um, or if they do send it, they'll send two dollars for processor. So, uh, and then let's have this conversation around Cash App too, really quick. A lot of people are of the mindset that it's ghetto to accept Cash App in your business. And I hear that quite frequently. Hey, T. Dupree, welcome, welcome from Wisconsin. Yeah, I hear that quite frequently that that's ghetto to accept Cash App. I don't understand that line of thinking. Cash App is a method of payment, just like anything else. And I don't understand why people say that. I accept Cash App. I actually have a business cash app. Um, you can have personal or business. I have one of each. And I think that's perfectly acceptable. I try to make it as easy for my client to do business as possible. So I, I accept Zelle cash app. I take chickens if they want to give it to me. Eggs. <laughs> Whatever the person wants to pay with. Okay. I actually had a client recently give us a roll of dimes a roll of dimes and it was so funny because i didn't actually tell him the price it was a repeat client i hope he's not watching and um so jeff and the guy is having a conversation because i wasn't there jeff is my husband so he went to do the notary and he said well what's the price and he was like well did kim mention something and i did not so that was my fault so jeff told him the price he was like oh i really don't have any money now this person is a major major professional I won't say what it is just in case. And he goes and get Jeff's get Jeff um a roll of dimes, including his payment. And I was like, was he doing that for effect or did he really not have no money? Okay, so they still sitting there in the kitchen. Cause what I'm gonna do with a roll of dimes, I gotta take it to the bank. <laughs> when I saw that, it reminded me of my father. Cause he always had some roll coins. He'd be like, Kim, can you buy something on Amazon for me? And then he'd give me three rolls of quarters. I'm like, I want all them quarters. <laughs> he did that to me one time. He was trying to give me some money. He had to be a whole bunch. I was like, Granddad, I don't want that. <laughs> I took it. <laughs> I know that's right. I, I would take it, but I'm like, Dad, come on. So, I gotta go to the bank. I gotta go to the bank and take these three rolls of quarters. You can't put that through the drive through either. You gotta go on the inside. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so the last one we had was should i uh should i show the tip screen when processing the credit card payment so there's an option when you're processing through square that you can show the tip screen hey ann jackson welcome and brian weidman how are you yeah you can show the tip screen on your credit card processing when you use square maybe on other applications too i don't know but i know on square you can so do i always show the tip screen no I don't always show it. Now, I'll give you some instances when I show it. Alexis can tell you what she does. I will show the tip screen if I've underpriced my service. Because I sometimes you don't always price it right. And I'm like, dang it. I should have charged that person more for whatever reason. Sometimes I roll up to their house and they sounded on the phone like they were just all so broke or, or such a desperate situation. And I roll up and Angela always cracks up, guys, when I say this. But I'll be like, they got five Mercedes Benz in the driveway, you know, and you're going to act like you can't pay my little notary fee. So that person, yeah, I'm showing them the tip screen. If they have more documents, then they, um, you know, told me on the phone. 
<clears throat> excuse me, if they had more documents, then they told me on the phone and I don't charge them. Mm. Excuse me, I had to drink some water. Then I would show them the tip screen. Anytime I think that I think they should have paid a little bit more, I'll give them the opportunity to show their appreciation by showing the tip screen. Hey, Marcel. So um, the most, let me see, the largest tip I ever got, I think, was $50. So we did a whole show, I think, on one time about should you take a tip or not. Some states do not allow you to, maybe. So you have to check your handbook to see if you can accept a tip or not. NNA and um, signing agent and all that stuff. This is I'm talking general notary. Now, I've never had anyone leave me a tip from my signing services um, or my signing agent work. I would not even accept that because that's a pre-contracted agreement between myself and the signing service. Now, I did have a lady give me a gift card, $10 gift card to Chick-fil-A. Um, I thought that was fine for me and my business. If, the, if that bothers you and your conscience or whatever, then don't do it, right? But for me, I had no problem accepting a $10 gift card. She was a signing service customer. But on the norm, I do not accept anything like that from signing services again because it's a prepaid contract between the bank and the, the lender or whatever, you know, I don't, the lender and the title or whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't accept that. But for my general notary work, that is my personal business. As you see my shirt, none better. I get to do that the way I want to. <laughs> so what's your thoughts, Alexis? Do you show the tip screen? Yes, I do show the tip screen. It depends on the interaction too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if I, if you are already complaining about the price, I'm not gonna show you the tip screen. Correct. So some people who they just they have so much gratitude with however their situation went. Um, I do show the tip screen because it is an option if you you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I do show it. I don't show it every single time, especially if I'm in a rush or something. Sometimes I just keep my phone and I'm just like next, 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 next. But uh, I definitely do. And just like what you were just saying. If you should accept the tip, of course, if you can in your state, but um, I think of it as any service, like when you get your hair done, nails done, even taking mm -hmm. your car to the car wash, mm -hmm. they have a set price. I know like when I take it to the hand place, it's a set price, but it's, you know, different people working on it. So I tip them. It's a service. Um, I don't expect it at all, ever, but it is nice when someone does and same um, my highest tip I ever got was $50 mm -hmm. recently. And yeah, I don't know. I don't think nothing, I don't think anything's wrong with it. Like I said, it's a service and as long as it's okay in your state, I don't, I don't see the issue at all. And I love exactly what you said. It's no different than a barber or nail tech or anybody else. We provide a service and we're mobile. It's so, most people guys are so appreciative of our service we always say people don't even know what a notary is until they need one. And when they find out that you're a mobile, oh my goodness, it's like party time. You're going to come to me? I can't believe it. You know? So it's, and then I had a lady call the other day. I told her my price for one document. She says, Oh, I thought a notary is a little bit cheaper than that. So when they do that, my first response is, have you gone to your bank yet? Because you might want to try that. They'll do it for you for free, maybe. I said, I'm more specialty. I'm more in case they're closed or something they won't do. But uh, yeah, you're not coming over here for $2? No. My Even mobile. 
You ain't coming here. I ain't going over there for $2. You think I'm coming to you for $2? Y'all don't want me going to rant about $2. <laughs> In Georgia, that's what you can charge per sandwich, $2. You think I'm really going to pull my truck out the driveway <laughs> to turn the key cost 20 Right. Okay. For me to put on my clothes and stick my flower in my hair cost fifty dollars. <laughs> okay, I'm laying in my bed doing nothing. I don't care about your document like that. Okay, okay. Now we're going on a whole tangent. Really back in, really back in. So the moral of the story is yes, we do show the tips when it's appropriate. We do not take tips from signing companies, okay? So we can be clear. I don't want nobody saying you shouldn't do this. Okay. Now, we're going to go to the chat. If you missed any of our conversation, please go back and watch the replay. We are going to get started. And um, Alexis, would you like me to do the chat or can you do it? I can do it. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, you want to skip to first comment? Yeah, we can. Uh -huh. All right. Hey to everyone. Um, first comment, Tanya Bruton says, I don't charge for any processing fees. Those fees are built into my prices. Now, if they want to give a tip, I do not say no. <laughs> preach, girl. Preach. Dang. All right. <laughs> and Tanya also says, Cash App saved my life several times. Also, Cash App is owned by Square. They originally called it Square Cash, and it was intended as a competitor to PayPal. If Cash App is ghetto, then so is PayPal. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I mean, I have heard that before. Yeah. I don't let nobody stop me from getting my money. It's so funny. People get on these YouTube channels and tell you what they not going to do, what you shouldn't do, but they getting their money. I don't understand that. I'm not going to tell you nothing to do that I'm not already doing. If I'm doing it to get my money, I'm going to I'm not going to discourage you from doing it. And I hear that a lot. So you really got to read between the lines when people are telling you stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, Ann Jackson says, hello, ladies and gents. Newbie from Georgia. Hand, hand, wink, waving, hand, pink, waving. Okay, hey, hey. <laughs> we'll just wait. Hey, All right. And Tanya also says, I purposely show the tip screen on Square always, but I tell the clients they don't have to give a tip. When I do this, I get a tip every time. Exactly. Very nice. Very nice. Sometimes they that's don't know what's watching. That's a little reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> Right. They don't even know it's an option. And I let them know you have to answer this question. I can't choose for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I say, too. And Frank says, hello from hello from the mobile notary from Lower Alabama. I am here. Frank, hit the like button and show some love. Thank hit the you, like Frank. button. Hit the like button. We got 40 people. Please, please, please hit the like button. Per YouTube, per YouTube. Okay, next. Sharon says, good evening, everyone. Lady A, I'm in from Georgia. Oh, they were talking. Um, Marcel says, I don't show tip screen, but I do charge a $3 processing fee across the board on Square. Oh, you do, Marcel. So how does that um, work out for you? Do you find people kind of cringe when you ask for $3? And that's that's your business decision, so I won't ask anything else, but what is your normal client reaction, if I may ask? What is the normal client reaction when you say that'll be three dollars additional? Oh. Or I wish you could tell me what you say. Come on and tell me what that sounds like. <laughs> when I <laughs> think about scared. it, though, when from a customer standpoint, I've gone to plenty of places and they said it'll be an extra whatever for using car. 
And I was asking yeah, yeah. the restaurant and they was like, it's an extra whatever for car. And I was like, huh? It's a restaurant. Or even at right. the gas station, you get the cash price and then you get the card price. Right. So, That's true though. It really is true. Yeah. It really is true. So there's nothing wrong with it, but I just want to know, do you ever get any pushback about it? Any negativity? She said it works great. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. So for those of you who decide, oh, go ahead, Alexis. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, for those of you who decide to do like we do, you could always probably write that off as a business expense, the fees on your taxes, too. So you got a couple of different ways you can go about thinking about it. That's why this is a great conversation, you know, and everybody can learn from somebody because somebody else might want to do like Marcel and say, give me my three dollars. Right. Get my five dollars or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm not against it again. Whatever you do is your business. Um Frank says he only takes cash and he does take tips. Okay. Yep, that's good for you, Frank. Again, most in my case, I don't find that um most people don't have cash. They'll say, You take cards, you take, you know, they're really excited when you say that they have other options than trying to go to the bank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now this is kind of random, but, but when you said cards, I don't know why when I'm because I use the manual aspect of Square to type in the card number, and I always find myself like making sure like I want you to see I'm typing it into something because I don't feel like pulling out that little um, mm-hmm. piece that goes in. And I had a guy one time he was joking, but I, he was like, "I just want to make sure you're not stealing my card number." I was like. <laughs> Ever since then, I just always make it a point. I'm like, let me make sure you see. Like, I don't want nothing you got going on. Trust me. And you do oh, have the um, Square does charge an additional additional fee if you type it in. It's yeah. like three point five if you type it versus if you swipe it. It's like two point five or whatever. So I tend also like you, Alexis. I type mine in because I don't feel like pulling out that thing and attaching it and all that. So I type it in one word of caution with typing. You have to make sure you type the number correctly, the person's credit card number. Because if you transpose a 2332, whatever, and they charge the wrong client, Square's going to kick it back. And I had that happen to me. And I never let the client read me the card number, ever, except one time. And y'all know what happened. Yes, it was $40 and it was... um, it was disputed by Square. So I called the client. I asked Jeff first, should I? Or just let it go. Just write it off. I said, nah, she owe me my money. So when I called her, and she was super nice because she even gave me a tip. I talked about this before a long time ago. And she even gave me a tip. So come to find out, she just gave me the wrong card number. She said, I would never do that. She said, you provided excellent service. I would never stop payment. Because when they charge you back, it's almost like a stop payment. So, you know, and you got to, well, contact the client, which is what I did, or you just take a loss. So, <laughs> so anyway, she um, apologized for everything, the inconvenience. I told her she didn't have to worry about it. And I did not charge her because I would have had to go pick up the money. I was going to go pick it up, but because it was such a big ordeal, in the end, I was just like, thank you so much, but I'm just going to let you, you know, let this go. So that's what I did. I wrote the $40 off on my taxes. All right, next. All right, next. Uh, Lady A says, time is money. Mm-hmm. It's true. 
Uh, Jeanette says, hello, everyone. Renee says, stop it, Kimmy. You're letting the Detroit come out. I know. <laughs> oh, let me be quiet. Only if y'all knew. Marcel says, this lady, oh, this week, a lady had me go to Madison, Georgia, 40 minutes, 41 minutes away, one page doc. Charged $120 and she sent me an extra 10. She was so grateful I was able to drop to her. Oh, yeah, that was a nice hike, too. That was a nice hike. You did that, Marcel. Go, girl. Yes. Nefreya says, How much would one charge for what? Charge for what, Nefreya? What's your question? All right, let's see what we got. Rising says money is money. I don't care if it's PayPal as long as money comes in. <laughs> yes, it could okay. be as long as it's legal. <laughs> um, Lynette says done, like done. Yes. Sorry, <laughs> talking about my Marcel, tangent. Marcel says it works great. A few times they chose cash up instead. I tell them charge. I charge them because Square charged me. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Okay. And Lady A says, how about calling the tip fee a gratuity as done in some restaurants? Oh, um, you could do that. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's not a bad idea. If, uh, if, that, if you think that would sound a little bit more palatable to the client, you can say. Um, but, but again, we're not asking for a tip. Um, just to be clear, people, we don't. We don't ask for a tip, but there's a feature on Square where you can show them the tip screen. So, yeah, I, I probably I wouldn't even say, "Do you want a tip?" I I don't. I just show them the screen and they can read it. Because um, you know, tipping is an awkward thing sometimes. Alexis, do you use the tap feature on Square? I love that thing. Hey, Latoya. So Alexis said to step away. I do use the tap feature, and we we love it. Yes. We love it. Marcel says, L, for those who do not know, you can also get the tap feature that Latoya is referring to. Um, you get the square, and if the card has a tap, you can tap it, which is amazing. <coughs> or you can also stick it in there with that square unit. So you have three ways to process square. On your phone, the square, stick the card in there, or tap it. Yes, Alexis. Or four, actually. Or that little dangly thing you could slide it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, I never upgraded. I never ever since I got that little tiny free one, I just kept using it. <laughs> oh never, yeah, I got it. It's contactless. I have it. It is amazing. I love was it. Was it free? You had to pay. I know one of them. You have to pay. It I, can, I pay for everything. They give me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the little everything. tiny square one was free. It came with the. the Not when thing. I did it. It was ten dollars. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was free. That's why I didn't. I never upgraded because I never seen the need to. But I might look into doing yeah. the when I first started. That was ten dollars. The two piece kit is like um, forty or fifty. Marcel says people people paying over fifty don't mind paying three dollars. People paying less might switch to Cash App or Zelle. I tell them about three dollars before the appointment so they can choose a different payment option if they want. I like that too. So I just got a notification of a job we did today. It was a fifty dollar job, 
and this was square and the payment was 47.87 so how much is that 50 minus 47 82.13 that's what the fee was $2.13 so i could have told the client that it'd be 50 plus three dollars because you're paying with so i guess you know i don't do it but i might start doing it because i learned from y'all too <laughs> give me my money <laughs> all right what else we got oh yeah i do um take zell also now i didn't do a lot of zell honestly at first but zell don't even charge you a fee exactly so i love zell y'all it don't even yeah. charge a fee period you get mm -hmm. all the money that is an option uh next is lynette donaldson no, the done was for the like button. You asked us to like, oh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Hit the like button, people. Hit the like button. <laughs> Nefru okay. says, how much one should charge for notarizing? Oh, that's a way, that's a really open question. Yeah. So first you got to start with your state level. What does it say? Then you got to think about after that, then you can really start making a decision about what you want to charge in your business. It's so many different ways you can charge. I actually have a course on pricing, but it's, it's talking about pricing all notary services, ink, fingerprint, proctor, apostille. I mean, I cover everything in the pricing course. Um, you could always have a one-on-one -on -one, because I don't discuss pricing here too much because each state is so different and your call is being recorded. So people get really crazy. So, um, but first start with your state. Let's see what they say. And I do have about eight videos about how to price your services. So that would definitely help you. Okay. I hope that helps answer the question. And Sharon Reese says, hello, is the square reader hard to use? Why would you type card number in instead of just swiping the card? So for me personally, that little thing is in another bag inside of my bag. And <laughs> It's just, I got to get in this bag, open it, do this, do that. I don't feel like doing all that. So if I already have my phone out in front of me, I just go to the app, type in the number, and that's it. That's the same reason why I don't use it. Because I don't feel like going in my bag, which is in another bag, in another bag, and pull it out. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. Um, it's quicker for me to type it. Because Alexis and I used to work at the hospital. I'll speak for you, I guess. And we both yeah. are really good with them numbers and stuff. So we go, boop, 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 boop. By the time I pull it out, I already gave them a receipt, processed the card, and everything. Exactly. So for me, I don't prefer. Now, my husband is of the uh, technical um, mindset. Jeffrey will pull that thing out if it take an hour. And then you got to <laughs> get it on Wi-Fi. And then you got to make sure it's connected. And then you got to, and then you got to, and then you got to. And I'll be like, I want to snatch it and say, give me that. <laughs> Let me do it. Give me that card. <laughs> But he'll stand there all day and get it all connected and they go tap. <laughs> oh, he's not home. That's why I'm talking about him, y'all. <laughs> but he will. He'll stand there all day. So it, it is a process. It is a process trying to hook that thing up. And it's not hard. It's not hard at all. It's very, very easy. But again, for me, it's quicker to type them numbers and keep it moving. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marcel says gratuity sounds like food. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I don't think I would call it that. I don't. I don't call it anything. I'm just showing them the screen. <laughs> okay, Lexi. Latoya says 
I don't have an extra piece for Square. They just tap the card to my naked phone and it goes through. Oh, hold on, wait a minute. How you do that? Wait, I think I've done that before, actually. You can tap your card on the phone? Actually, no, I have not done that. I've seen that on a bank I've seen that on a banking app before. On a bank app? Yes, I've seen that before. I, I didn't know Square does it, though. I did not know that. Welcome to everybody that's joining us on the live. We're talking about the money part two. If you missed part one, check it out. It was an amazing conversation. If you missed the one earlier today with Alexis and I talked about um, four questions, go back and watch the replay too. But we are so grateful to have you. It worked. You could just hit tap. Tap to pay. What? What? Is Latoya. I just used it. I promise y'all, I just used it. Really? Let me see. Maybe I didn't have it updated. Go ahead, Latoya. So all you got to do is hit tap. Let me see. Yes, connect hardware or enable tap to pay to take card payment. Now, mine don't say that. Oh, wait a minute. Hit review sale. That's why I said. I don't yeah. think. I Charge. think just updated it. I promise y'all. Connect. Oh. Yes. Okay, you know what? I think I've seen that before. I just didn't pay no attention. I didn't know you could tap the phone. I have never seen it. Before. Well, next time I need to get me a job so I can try that out. Thank you. Thank you, Latoya. I'll pay. Yeah, I never did that before. Uh oh, poor Jeffrey. What is he gonna do since he can't do all that extra? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Latoya. <laughs> all right, what's Chantel say? Hey, everyone, sneaking a peek while at work. Hey, Chantel. Be safe out there. I hope you have a happy Friday. Hey, Brandon. Oh, I'm glad this is helpful. Tanya says, Kimmy, do you have a Zelle as a personal or under your business name? Under my business name. So I have two. I have to use two separate phone numbers for Zelle and two separate for, um, let me see my cash app. I have a, burst, a business and a personal cash app. I have a personal and a business Zelle and my phone numbers are different for each one <clears throat> so I use my business phone number for my business Zelle and then I use my personal phone number for my cash app so that's a whole nother story I could never get that thing to work so that's a hot mess hey Terry the notary welcome hey Sharon welcome Ooh. welcome did I say hi to everybody welcome to everyone so we are on Renee at 8 30. I scrolled somehow I got all the way down to the bottom. Renee at 8 30. I see Sharon at 8 30. Oh go oh, ahead. 8 31. Um, yeah. Always I always have trouble with square device. I'll try typing it in next time. Yeah. So if you type it, they do charge 3.5%, I think. And if you um, swipe it or any other way, because that that um, eliminates errors. When you swipe it, that eliminates errors. I think that's why they charge more. It's less room for fraud. If you start keying in stuff, did you find a credit card number somewhere? You know, they like they don't trust it. But it's only another little percent more. And Marcel says, I keep my square card reader in my bag that has all my stamps, pens, etc. So it's always with me. Yeah, I got it with me too, but it's just... It's so uh, small, I think that's why. Yeah, I just I'm over it. I just type it. That's a good idea, though. You can put it with your stamps. That is a good idea. Um, Renee says I always have trouble with the square of. Oh, did I read that? Mm -hmm. well, maybe it went. Oh, it typed twice. It typed twice. Okay. 
Um, Patricia Lowry says, right, people are appreciative of our services. I accept tips. Yes, they they are. I'm telling you. And don't forget, guys, by the time they call you, <clears throat> normally, they didn't call for other people that didn't pick up the phone. Okay. So they like, oh, you picked up the phone? You came to me? You provided good service? Oh, I want to give you more. And I'm like, thank you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> hey, we talked about customer service. Okay. I'm a, I'm a it's your pleasure kind of person. Yeah. My pleasure. My pleasure. And it really is my pleasure. Okay, next. Damaris Baptiste says, hello, everyone. I passed the notary exam and have to be sworn in and record my signature. I'm doing the loan signing exam right now. Congratulations. Well, You're on your way to a nice career. Yes. Business yes. owners in the house. Lamiko Moore says, where are you two located? Hey, Lamiko, I am in the state of Georgia. We teach all 50 states, including Washington, D.C., though. All notaries nationwide, because all of your documents are not just going to come from your state. They come from all over the world, literally. When you start doing apostilles, you're going to get the uh, documents from Jamaica, Bermuda, Spain, Iraq. Iran, everywhere. Where are you located, Miss Lamiko? Alexis, you want to tell her where you located? Yeah, in Georgia. In Georgia. Yeah, but we That's teach all the states. We are outside of the ATL. All right, is that it for the questions this evening, guys? We'll hang out about another few minutes. Oh, you're in ATL too. Okay. Oh, new to the game. Very nice. Very Welcome. nice. Terry C, what is going on? Yeah, welcome, Miss Lamika. Lamika, we do have a couple of announcements for you. So we started sending out emails just to make sure everybody can know what's going on with us at all times because uh, YouTube, Facebook, and all these other methods, they don't tell everybody because of the algorithm. They just don't. So if you really want to know what's going on, you need to sign up for the email list over at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And we don't send out emails all day long, 10 times a day. I just unsubscribe from somebody for that. She sent me 10 emails a day, literally, literally. I'm not even exaggerating. I was going to take her training. It was somebody about social media. And I was like, if I take her training, what is that going to do? How many times she going to email me if I actually spend some money with her? But I ended up not doing it because Angela was going to do it too. And we found out the course was like $2,500. So no wonder she said it out 10 per day. I'm like, no what is she teaching you? She teach you how to maximize your IG. For and I'm like, I don't need to maximize my IG. I'm good. <laughs> not, for 2, yeah, not for 2,500. Not for 2,500. <laughs> I'm sure I can get somebody to maximize it for real, for real. Right. So let's go over a few announcements really quick while we wait on a few of your comments, our questions. Um, so the March live training is up. We have a few spaces in each um, each course. We have the Notarize Like a Pro. We have the um, loan signing course. Angela has her apostille course. We have the self, that's live training via Zoom. And then we have the self-paced courses are on sale. Coupon code is WIN23, W-I-N-23. That's self-paced. You can check those out 50% off. Join the email list. Don't forget to join the Facebook group if you're not a part of that. Also completely free. 
so you can get tips and help with your business. And again, when I do like a little one-on-one or a quick call with people, I always tell them the best way to communicate is a Facebook group because I don't have time to say what color business card should you pick. I'm actually working. However, our Facebook group is amazing. It's a um, safe space and people will help you pick out your business card. They'll help you with color. They'll help you with all whatever you need for your business because people don't mind giving their opinion. But I just don't have time to go over what color business card you should pick or what what should your business name be? I don't. Alexis or Angela, we all actually work, guys. We say that all the time. So that's how we can keep our prices down. So don't think I'm being mean or we're being ugly when we say, hey, can you drop that in Facebook? Because we don't have time for that. We're actually working. So our prices are low for you to train because I actually have my own mobile notary business and each of us do. So we're not being funny, but we just don't have time for that. Um. What else we got going on? Oh, <coughs> excuse me. And for Angela, she wanted me to mention about her apostille education station. And that is where she is actually doing monthly um, coaching for apostilles. So that's not training. That's for somebody who already is doing apostilles and you might want a little extra. So <coughs> you can check out all the details over at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all the courses and the descriptions are very clear so you should be able to make a good choice over there okay um hey janine says what's the first thing you recommend we should do for marketing once we're licensed and set up my very first question is always going to be do you know how to properly notarize a document do you know your notarial duties if you do not, then we need to learn what our notorial duties are. Acknowledgements, jurats, administering oath. We got to know that first. And then we can start marketing. But most people get their commission and they want to know, who do I sign up with? How do I get work? You don't need to get no work because you don't know what to do. Most people. Now, if you know how to notarize, hey, Janine, then you just start getting your business cards. Um, Google my business. Alexis, you want to talk about your new course? And um, that's the main way I get my business is um, Google My Business. Ninety uh, percent of my business is from Google My Business. You know what? Let's say, let's say seventy-five twenty-five because I do have. Um, I work with signing companies too, but the majority of my business comes from Google. So the new Google course that I released is out. Uh, 60% off until tonight. It ends tonight. Um, use code Google. And yeah, that course is amazing. It takes you beginning to end, starting your Google page. So if you have not started it, it's going to walk you through step by step by step, along with explaining to you how to maximize it. If you have started your Google page, it's still a great course because it's going to teach you how to maximize your Google page. How to be in the top, you know? How to get in Google's algorithm for real. So it's an amazing course. I love it. It's quick too. It's just an hour long. You can sit down and you know you can get your Google page done in one night if you really wanted to. So it's amazing, and it's going to be sixty percent off until midnight tonight. And um, also, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to mention because you. I just want to mention about your course too that it helps you build a web page, a basic web page. Yeah, the free web page that's built into Google, we go over that as well and teach you how to use it and 
use it to the you know the effect of our notary business that's that's mainly what it's about if you do have other businesses it's still a good course because you can use it for those businesses as well that's why it's, so, it's an amazing course but it is geared towards our notary businesses mm-hmm. and also um just one more thing i'm adding on if you all need additional assistance with loan signing packages uh you can email me and i'll help you all out i'm going to start doing like a mock session going over the package details paperwork in them um it's not going to be a specific package like seller buyer it's not going to be like that it's going to be more so just an overview of different documents going through them and if you want to practice you know role playing with your signings um i am going to start offering that as of now i've had a lot of people keep asking me do you do this do you do like a mock signing type setup so now i'm offering it and it'll be via zoom and it'll it'll be set up just like you know as if you were at a signing it'll be very thorough in that aspect mm-hmm. very good <clears throat> so we got you covered a to z i love sharon's question is the apostille side of the business oversaturated now sharon with every part of the business and there are a lot of people talking about apostilles right apostille apostille everywhere you go people are talking about it right but i always say this with any part of the business just because people say they can do it doesn't mean they really know how to do it people out there jacking up documents all day long i sit in on a lot of notary stuff and people say oh, i got an apostille but they don't really know what they're doing if you're not a pro at it it could be a hundred notaries that know how to do it but the one that's a pro even though the market may seem saturated because i said 100 people are offered the service and say they can do it and they may actually be trying to do it but they don't know how to do it so no i don't think any part of the market is oversaturated no i don't think so i either. really don't Mm-mm. i had a situation i was telling kimmy about this um when you go on google i was the only person that came up on this west side of town and somebody another notary they recently put apostille in their name as well so i was like you know i was talking to kimmy i'm like they put the apostille in their name so i was the only person over here she was like well they probably don't even know how to do it and i'm like you're right just like she said a lot of people don't know how to do it they just hear it in the you know the big scheme of things this notary world and they want to you know get on to it but it's a real process and mm-hmm. you have to know what you're doing and you have to be taught if you're not going to self-teach which i don't recommend because it's a lot of trial and error with self-teaching um but if you're not going to self-teach you do need to be in some type of course and angela's is amazing and like she has the monthly monthly meetup with apostille right it's monthly right now we mm-hmm. that part is monthly meetup. yeah and that'll help you along the way because i've had situations where i had questions in regards to work i've done and if I would have had a meetup then it would have been perfect. <laughs> and I am still learning apostilles, guys. I'm very open about that. <clears throat> so if I am still learning it, the average notary just putting it on their business, I'm gonna tell you they don't know what they're doing because I'm still learning. I am still that's my whole goal for 2023. I'm almost there. Almost there. So and it took me a minute to try to learn it. And it's so many moving pieces. It's so many pieces to our postilles. It's crazy. But it can be learned. We're human. We have the capability. But it is not 
easy. It is not. I have to tell y'all a quick story really quick. So I went to a repeat client the other day. So she says, <clears throat> I have to ask you, she said, so what is that? What is that service on your card that starts with an A, Apostle? She said, are, are you an Apostle? Do you offer mobile prayers? It was so funny. <laughs> I said, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not an Apostle like in the Bible. <laughs> I said, it's a process that happens to a document before it can leave the United States. It has to have a special seal on it. It was the funniest thing ever. She said, so you offer a mobile prayer. <laughs> oh, you had to be there. I was cracking up. She was too. She said, I was wondering about that. She said, what does that look like? Do you just run in the house and offer the prayer and go? <laughs> it was so funny. Okay. So anyway, what we got? D Crawford says, hey, Kimmy, is digital core reporting a viable business stream for a Georgia notary? Hey, D Crawford, I don't offer that service. and I recently saw a video about that from another YouTuber. They made it seem easy. I did a little homework into it. it. Looked like the cost was a little bit much, but I don't think digital court reporting is going to be as easy as was presented in the video. I'm just going to say it like that because that's they go to um, training for that school for years for digital court reporting. So the if you saw the same video I saw. It was kind of like take a little course and they give you something and they start sending you work. Um, nothing is that easy. It's not. I'm sorry. I looked into it too. Mm -hmm. it, it it does seem like it, it is profitable. It does seem like it is some type of work. Um, but I guess my I guess what I'm trying to say is for what for the amount of money you put into it, it does seem like you'll get that out. Because I was looking when I start hearing about it. Um, I was looking, it seems like a thousand dollars, but that, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was at universities, like around Georgia. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. That's a full blown university thing. Well, I don't, I don't know if they're the only ones that offer it, but that's who was coming up when I had looked into it. And mm -hmm. I just, it just seemed like, like, a, you know, a real certification or something. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. Not as easy as what people might make it seem. Right. And then um, Step by Faith says, is the notary primer book a must have? So it's funny you asked that question. I just did a video on that. It's, it hasn't been released yet, um, but it's coming hopefully next week. Um, in my humble opinion, no, you don't have to buy it. Now, I just bought mine. Angela told me not to buy it. But did I listen to Angela? No, because the reason I didn't listen to her is because I'm a notary trainer. And I like to cover all bases. So now when someone asks me, should they buy the primer, I can make an educated decision or give them an educated um, answer. Before I was like, I don't know because I never had the primer. <coughs> I just had my, st my state handbook. So my state handbook said, you know, is what, I, is what I'm governed by. Hey, man, how you doing? But um, so, yeah, in my opinion, if you just want to have it, I do like the way it's written. It's much more simpler, but it didn't explain anything differently like I thought it would. Like I was expecting this to say code 455-B says this in that Georgia handbook, but in the primer, I was expecting it to say, do not do ABC. And it was not that simple. It was just about the same as the handbook. So 
as far as I'm concerned, no, I don't think it's a necessity. And that's what Angela told me last year, but I didn't listen. So I had to buy it. <laughs> it was only $20. So if you really want to get it, it's only $20. And I have both of them now. So I have my primer and I have my handbook. Okay. If you do not have your handbook for your state, you must have your handbook. Okay. Janae says you have to have intense training for and certification for court reporting. Yeah, that's what Alexis was saying too. That's what she was saying too. So guys, we are going to let you go on this Friday night, but we definitely want to have part two of our conversation. Let's talk about the money. Um, don't forget all things notary related. Check out um, notaryeducatorsllc.com. On behalf of Notary Educators, I am Kimmy. If you ain't find out too, guys, I started a new weight loss channel. Um, it's called Healthy Life with Kimmy. And I discuss my health, my journey to a healthy weight, healthy life. On that channel, Healthy Life with Kimmy, feel free to check it out. No pressure. This channel is not changing. That's all. This is all about notary. This is my job. But that's my my um, therapy over there. I get to talk about some stuff over there about my weight. So um, feel free to check it out. Notary Life with Kimmy. Subscribe if you'd like. No pressure. Again, don't just sign up to help me out. If you're really not interested, I'm not mad at you. But if you are interested, sign up, uh, and I'd love to have you over there. We'll be doing some chatting about weight and mental issues and stuff like that, too. All right. Alexis, would you like to say good night? Yeah, you all have a great evening and a good weekend, too. Yes. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be safe. Get your money. Thank you, Lynette. Appreciate it. Congrats on my weight journey. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That was my um, other goal for 2023. It was to get healthy and also to learn the apostille business. So I'm actually working on it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So until next time, it's been our pleasure, Notary Educators and Notary Life with Kimmy. Bye. Bye, Anne. Bye, Tanita. Good night, Rising Boo. Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel, where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.